0: I'm standing on the banks of the Mississippi River. You know, this river starts way up in Minnesota and flows all the way throughout our nation. By the time it gets here in Baton Rouge and on into New Orleans, floods into the Gulf of Mexico, it is an unstoppable force. If you were to dam up the Mississippi River, it would flood cities all across our nation. It literally cannot be stopped. That's exactly the kind of love that this world needs and our cities need. It needs the unstoppable love of Jesus Christ. Every single day we have an opportunity to share the love of Christ, to receive the love of Christ, embrace the love of Christ as it relates to our family, our cities, our churches, our community. I want to invite you today to reach out to the unstoppable love of Jesus Christ and let it change lives and reach out to hurting people. We just want to welcome all of our One Prayer churches. What a great opportunity it is to be able to share in this One Prayer setting. You know, we've been a part of this for the last three years. and It's been an incredible experience for us as a church, just being able to be a part of One Prayer. It's probably been a highlight for us throughout the year is being a part of these One Prayer messages. And We're so excited this year to be a part of this conversation on unstoppable, Unstoppable. So I want to share for a few minutes about Unstoppable Love. The unstoppable love of Jesus, unstoppable L-O-V-E, unstoppable L-O-V-E. You know, someone once said this, that those three words are the most powerful words that someone can say, and that is, I love you, I love you. You Just those words, that, that, that word of love in the middle of that makes the complete difference. I love you. Do you remember the first time maybe that you, you ever heard that or the first time that anyone ever said that to you? Or the first time that maybe you ever said that to someone and you really mean it. I mean, it was, it was like for real. I, I love you. Not, not in, in a way that, you know, sometimes we're young and we say those words. But actually, when you said it and you made that statement and it meant the world to you. I love you. You See, I found out over the years that the presence of those three words, I love you, makes the complete difference in someone's life. But then also, the absence of those three words also can make a difference in someone else's life. You know, when you go there, I love you, the whole game changes. Once you say, I love you, once that gets let out, I love you, it changes everything. The game changes everything. In a relationship, the game changes uh, between uh, two people that care about each other. And I can remember when Delenn and I were dating, uh, the funniest thing is, you know, I, I fell in love with her before she fell in love with me. Uh, I, I wanted to be, I wanted to marry her boy in a hurry. I, I didn't know but several months. I wanted to marry her. It took her a little while to kind of get convinced that I was the man. So uh, I, I fell in love with her before she fell in love with me. And I wanted to say those words pretty soon. And, and I can remember one afternoon at college, we were out taking a little break. And I was wondering if she really cared about me. And I was trying to navigate, you know, what did, what did she think about me? And uh, I was ready to tell her right there. And I kind of, you know, there, there was a moment, you know, kind of sitting there talking. And, and I said, I, w- I want to tell you something. I really want to say something to you right now that I've been, I've been wanting to say to you. And, 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 and she said, well, if you're getting ready to tell me what I think you're getting ready to tell me, I'm not ready to hear that was an awkward moment. So I had to kind of play it off. I was kind of like, uh, I, w- I was going to just say, uh, you know, what's, what's happening? I, you know, what's, what's, what's going on? You know, I like your hair. I like your your earrings. I went about to go there and then it not be said back to me because that would be, you know, there's nothing worse than saying I love you and what you hear is I like you or, yeah, thank you. You know, you don't want to say I love you and hear you know, thanks, that's, that's great, cool, that's perfect. Can we can we go get coffee? You, you want to hear that back because it changes everything. But then I can remember on July the 4th, that, that year, we were at a church meeting and got done, and we were out uh, that night, we got to her house, and, and, you know, it was a few months later, and I remember sitting outside her house, and I looked at her and said, I want to tell you something. She said, well, I, I'm ready to hear it. And I said, I love you. And, and those words back to me, I love you too, Uh, changed everything in our relationship. Our relationship uh, began to soar way past the I like you phase. And and, and a lot of times, you know, when you say that, everything changes. You know, there have been thousands and thousands of songs and millions and millions of words that have been written in books and in novels and in poems. And you think about all the movies that we've watched and all the movies that have shaped us as it relates to society with the simple theme of I love you and how much our world is shaped by romance and and, and love movies that, that tell a theme or a story about a guy and a girl and they find one another. Sometimes they get they get separated due to this and then they come back together and you know they say those words and it just changes everything. But I can I, I can tell you this something I've learned. There is no finer uh, words, there is no finer uh, gathering of words, no more meaningful words than that of Paul's in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If you're looking for what love means, if you're looking to understand what is an unstoppable love in the world that we live in today, you find it in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it's 13 verses that gives us the Holy Spirit's inspiration of unstoppable love where God helps us to know what it means to walk in unstoppable love. I want to read these to you. First Corinthians chapter 13. I'll read the whole chapter to you because it's just a great chapter. All the verses are, are meaningful. I believe as we read them right now, I believe it can, it can also touch your life. Just the reading of the word can, can make a difference in our life. It says, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm only in a resounding gong Or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can't fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. If I have faith and can move mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to the poor, surrender my body to the flames. You think about that. But if I have not love, I have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. This is God's love describing The unstoppable love of God. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self seeking. That's key. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there's knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfection disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways. I like that. I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. But then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. And then shall I know fully. Even as I fully know. And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. I want you hear that. Now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. What's Paul saying? There's these pillars that the church and our life and our home and reaching the community and taking the gospel forward, making a difference in people's lives and serving and building and giving it and, and growth. There are these three pillars that we we build our life on faith and hope and love. And when you line them up, there's one that that stands above all the others. And that is L.O.V.E. It is unstoppable Paul talks, out of all the words, out of all the songs, out of all the conversation, out of all the moments we've ever experienced as it relates to love. There's nothing greater that's ever been said as it relates to the definition of God's love than what we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Now, we've seen it lived out in the life of Jesus. And all the things we just read about, you can find in the life of Jesus. He had them all. All those traits were in the life of Christ. Boy, love is the difference maker. We know there are different types of love today. There are a lot of different people that define it differently. What Paul gives us is what we call agape love, which I'm convinced the agape love is the unstoppable love that we need today in Christ and in our community, in our churches. Here's what agape means just by definition. By definition, it's self-giving love. It gives without demanding or expecting repayment. When Paul talks about this love in 1 Corinthians, he's saying it's a love that is not expecting repayment. That's interesting. Doesn't expect repayment. It is unconditional. It gives because it is God's love. It does not love in order to get, think about it, it's not love, there's not love there in order to get something back. Where I'll I'll give you this, but I've got to have this back. I've got to have this in return. It will love even when it's rejected. That's what agape love is. It loves when it's even rejected. It's absolute complete because it's the love that comes from God, given by the Holy Spirit, seen in our Savior's life, death, and resurrection. See, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 shows us that God's love, agape love, is a difference maker in our world today. It's not fake. It's not shallow. It's just not love that is about lust or looks. A lot of times, the love that we experience, the love that we see around us, the love that happens in, in the world that we live in, it's, it's kind of based on lust or it's just based on looks. But this is a love that's supreme. This is a love that's essential, especially for the world and especially for our families. I mean, think about it, how essential it is as we raise our children, as we instill in the next generation what true love is. I've been thinking a lot about this in my own life, just as a parent, as a husband, as a, you know, a pastor in, in a community as it relates to reaching people. And one of the things that's been, uh, been really kind of messing with me is I don't want God's love or this unstoppable love that's really been on my heart to just be theory, I don't want it to just be a sermon that you kind of talk about. I know a lot of times maybe you're watching, you you think, well, we can talk about love or or love can be preached on. Love can be shared or, or I can give a card that has something about love. But actually, what does it mean? What can we learn from Scripture? What can we learn from the life of Christ about that unstoppable love as it relates to our own life and as it relates to action, not just words. And so I broke down a few thoughts and I want to give them to you. Just kind of three ways that you can break down this unstoppable love that I believe can be application into our life and application into our church, application into Uh, you know, our communities that we all live in and we all work in, we all play in, we all go to school in. You know, how can we get application of unstoppable love, the love of God, the definition that God gives us in the life of Christ? How do we download that into our life, our words, our action, where it is a difference maker in the world that God has us in? And here are the three things that I broke down. Here's the first thought that I've been learning lately just in my own life. That the unstoppable love of Jesus... Is something that is crystal clear. It has a crystal clear sound. It's just not a bunch of noise. It's that first verse we read in 1 Corinthians. But if you have not love, then I'm a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. A clanging cymbal. I brought me a little buddy right here. And uh, I, I, named him, I named him today. And I think his name ought to be Bananas. Come on, you know, just, it just makes sense, Bananas. And uh, you, you kind of see this, he, he kind of looks a little creepy uh, when you, you kind of look at him. Matter of fact, I, I hope no one of the kids are, you, you don't have nightmares after you, you see this little thought here. But the scripture says that if we don't have, that if our love uh, is not an action, that if there's not a consistency with our love, our words, our actions, the things we talk about, even with the supernatural and the, the spiritual and, and the things that are very religious, if if our love doesn't match those things, then the Bible says we're like a clanging Symbol. So I started thinking about how bananas can help me with this, because I just love this dude. Check this out right here. That's what that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that if that if you and I don't walk in love, see so you can't hardly hear me. It's just it's clanging, this clanging, this are, clang. Are you getting irritated? Is it kind of annoying you right now? Uh, it, it's just echo. Here's here's how you stop it. <laughs> Have to hit it on the head. But you think about, this is the picture that the scripture gives us if we're not walking in love. that This is what happens in life. This is what the community hears. This is maybe what our wife hears if we're not practicing what we preach. Uh, this is what uh, the church is about. If you and I just kind of say spiritual things and we just spiritualize all these, uh, 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 all these ideas. Uh, maybe on the weekend, but when, then we don't live it out on Monday or on Tuesday or on Wednesday. Man, that was loud. I mean, that's loud. My ears are ringing. It's like this. I'll probably have that. I'll probably be listening to bananas tonight in my sleep. Eric, Eric, clang, clang, clang. And it's amazing how that's what the Bible says, that if, if we have these ideas and these talks and these theories, and we can spiritualize everything, but then when we don't bring it down to a person's life, when we don't love in, in, in actually being authentic and reaching out, that we just say things that we don't back up. That's how it works. When there's this, this spiritual side, but then there's a deficit in our own life of true self-giving love. We end up like bananas. It's just noise, noise. Yeah, you go to church. And, yeah, you go to small group, but you're not reaching anybody. You do this and you say this, but it's not making a difference on the streets or in the neighborhood or in the workplace. It's kind of where we're that believer or we're that Christian on Sunday, but then on Wednesday, we're as selfish as everybody else at work. It's just noise. It's just noise. And our world does not need just a bunch of Christian spiritual noise. The world that we live in today, the cities that we're in right now, the communities that God has us in, it needs a crystal clear sound of hope and salvation and forgiveness and healing and peace and strength from Jesus Christ. See, unstoppable love is crystal clear to the hearer. When people have an encounter with Christ, it's crystal clear. You think about all those who had an encounter with Jesus Christ. It was crystal clear that he was there to change their life. He was there to bring healing. woman caught in adultery. She had crystal clear forgiveness. Blind Bartimaeus that was on the side of the road. Everybody else rejecting him. Nobody else having time. It was crystal clear that Jesus had compassion. That's what our world needs today. That's what our communities need. Crystal clear serve. Crystal clear reaching. Crystal clear caring. No clear sound in a home. No clear sound in a community, in a church. Than the unstoppable love of Jesus. It's what our marriages need, is, what our kids need. Crystal clear sound. Here's a second thing. That's the first thing that that, that we need. Here's a here's a second thing I've been learning. Kind of help me, it's helping me to learn how to love more. More in word and deed, that where it matches. There's an authenticity, is that this right here, the unstoppable love of Jesus truly never fails. It really never fails. You know, early, we, we, we were out by the Mississippi River. Uh, you could see the force, uh, such a powerful force here in our part of the world. Uh, literally, y- it would take over all of South Louisiana if it was not for our levees here in the Mississippi River. It would just go everywhere. It would just go everywhere. But the levees keep it in track. The levees keep it uh, several centuries ago before there was levees it would go it would move and shift and, and you wouldn 't know where the river was because of the force and the flow that was happening, but those levees keep it directed here 's what I found out god 's love when poured out for the complete cause of Jesus Christ would change a community. I mean, when you don't know what to do, a lot of times I have churches talk to us and sometimes we'll we'll communicate about reaching people. What do we do? What's the ideas? What about this? We've run up into this barrier. Maybe in this community there's an obstacle. When you don't know what to do, then I found out, let the love of God just pour out because it never fails. The unstoppable love of God never, never fails. We've seen that here in what we call our dream centers. Of two different locations, our kind of mini dream centers are happening around the country. You know, my heart is to see every church, you know, maybe that's watching to continue to care for their community and do a lot of neat ideas. I know many of you do that. But we've seen that in our own dream centers where. Where, where there's violence and where there's drug addiction and where a lot of times there's prostitution. And you go in there with the love of God. You go in there with serving. You go in there with the gospel. You go in there with that eternal plan for their life. And, and God's got a purpose for that. Many times we've even had people try to resist us and say, hey, you know, this is the enemy's got that territory and they've been used to operating in this community, been used to operating in this neighborhood. And you go in there with the gospel and you want to see someone's life made better. You want to Poor to those kids. You want to offer after-school programs. You're there to help that widow, and be there to be there for those single moms, and, and try to help them with work. You know, opportunities. And we've been working in the communities here throughout our Dream Centers. We're taking those families that have family members that are incarcerated, and you can do everything you can to, to build their life up and to sow into their life. And maybe help them get their GED, or maybe help them go to another level in their life. And 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 when they come out of prison, to reconnect that family, and hope that the, the repetitive crime thing does not happen. What's happened a lot of times is in those communities, there's a resistance from the things that are dark and negative and and painful. But you know, I found out that when you're consistent with the love of God, when you're consistent with your words, and you're not there just to kind of do a fad, and and we know that the poor are never just a trend, and we're just not there to kind of do our duty, but we are there consistently, even though we may be rejected with the love of God, it's amazing how it wins over. It never fails. We've seen this over and over again. Why? Because the unstoppable love of God creates an atmosphere where there is change. You see it in a marriage. You see it in a home. I mean, one moment of God's love can impact a life for eternity. That's the second thing I've been learning, is that the unstoppable love of Jesus truly never fails. Never fails. I've been learning that it's a crystal clear sound. That when I walk in love, when my words match my life, when, when my, my spiritual statements match the practical things that I can do, when I'm patient and I'm kind and I'm, I, I, I bear with someone, when I'm trusting, when I, when I don't embrace evil, but I, when I hope all things, believe all things. You know what happened? There's a crystal clear sound for my life. It's not a mixed message. It's not just a whole lot of noise like bananas. And it never fails. But then the third thing I'm learning. I just want to finish with this. The third thing I'm learning about the unstoppable love of God is this right here. The unstoppable love of Jesus is the greatest force on the planet today. Especially as it reaches a person's heart. The love of Jesus reaches in to a person's heart. When words and sermons... And ideas, and maybe snappy statements, and work. The love of Jesus Christ will reach into a person's heart. We started our church about seventeen years ago. There was just issues in our community, like many communities, a lot of issues, a lot of different thoughts. And I remember we had such a small building, and we we didn't have many musical instruments, and. You know, we didn't, we didn't have a choir, and we didn't have children's space, and we didn't have a playground, and, you know, we didn't offer much for the youth, and, you know, there was no screens or creativity. There was nothing but just a little small building, a handful of people, and I remember thinking, you know, we want to make a dent in this community. We, we want to make a dent in the world that we, we live in today, and, you know, what, what are we going to do, and, you know, there's been a lot of statements. There's been a lot of promises, and there's been a lot of things that have been said to reach people, and and at times, the, 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 the body of Christ, Christians have not lived up to what they've said. What do we do? And I remember thinking, we, we, you know, I was learning how to preach and you know, we didn't have much music. So what do we do? I remember the Lord just spoke to our heart to serve our way into the hearts of people. So we just began to serve. You remember that we just began to just whatever our hands would find to do, whatever opportunity came our way. We were gonna serve. You know it's interesting over years of doing that, how we were able to now and, and, and see over and over again in families that we were able to serve our way into a person's heart. And it was because of the love of Jesus being consistent, living up to what we said to the best of our ability. That if we made a promise, let's keep our promise. That if we went into a community, we were just not gonna go into a community for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Let's be there throughout the rest of the year, trying to offer a way. Let's not make these these great promises where we couldn't deliver the love of Christ because the unstoppable love of Jesus Christ is the greatest force on the planet in reaching in to a person's heart. You know, there's that final thought in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 30. And now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. You know, one time they went to Jesus and said, You know, how do we do all this? How do we follow you? What's important? What's priority? What did Jesus boil it down to? Love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love others. Love him and love them. So simple that he put everything in that idea. The truth of of that message. Here we see in 1 Corinthians, but the greatest of these is love. i paraphrase verse 13 in a way that relates to us as churches. Three great forces motivate the church today, faith, hope, and love. These powerful attributes are the basis for everything the church is doing in the world today. But even when you narrow it all down to these three, at the top of the list, you'll find love. At the top of the list, you'll find love. Jesus was right. Jesus was telling the truth. Love God, love others. I mean, you can hang everything else on those two hooks. Loving God, loving others. That's my prayer for our community. That's my prayer for our churches. That the unstoppable love of God would flow, would be poured out, would flourish in our homes, in our relationships. Not only in words, but also just in practical ways. See, that's what love says. Love speaks a clear sound into a marriage. Love speaks a clear sound into the next generation. Love speaks a clear sound into the poor. When everything else fails, when all of the ideas and and all all of the debate and all of the arguments and all of the comparison, when they all fail, guess what? Love never fails. When you wonder how is someone's life going to be changed? I don't know how often right here in church I've seen someone's life turn around. You wonder, I didn't think that person could ever change. I didn't think that person could ever, you know, find themselves in a small group. All of us know somebody. You're thinking of somebody right now. I don't know if they'll ever change. I don't know if they'll ever come to Christ. Guess what? You did. You did. And much of it you could probably contribute to. The love of God expressed through somebody or something that took place. See, the love of God, the love of God, the unstoppable love of God, Opens the door. To hearts. It will stay up late. And it will pray for you. The love of God will forgive you. It will be patient. Even when you cause it to suffer. It will notice you. When no one else. Does. It will believe in your future. Not judge you. Just because of your past. It will go It will sow, and it will sacrifice. That's the unstoppable love of God. It will sacrifice. It will never give up on you. Never, ever give up on you. And it shouts above all the other noise of our world that no matter who you are or what you've done, the love of God, the unstoppable love of God says, I died for you so that you could have life. You could have peace and you could have purpose. That's the love of God. See, Jesus is the unstoppable love of God. That L-O-V-E we've talked about, that L-O-V-E, We all, all of us crave, all of us need, all of us gotta have, that L-O-V-E is simply J-E-S-U-S, J-E-S-U-S. See, Jesus laid down his life for you. Once we've encountered this love, once we've realized he laid down his life, that's what I want, that's what I need, then once we've had that experience, once we've had that moment, you know what? We are now called to lay down our life for others. And that is unstoppable. We've embraced his love, and now we're going to operate it in our community. We're going to operate it in our home. We're going to operate it in our church. The unstoppable love of God. It forgives. It bears all. It hopes all. It never fails. It's the greatest. The unstoppable love of God. That's what I pray for you. That's my one prayer for you today. And you'll walk and you'll live and you'll embrace the unstoppable L-O-V-E, which is J-E-S-U-S. Let's all pray together. Father, I thank you for every single person who's joined us in every single church. I pray for every family. I pray for every single mom. I pray for every college student, every teenager. Lord, I pray right now that, Lord, not only will it be words, that it won't just be a bunch of noise, that your love would be crystal clear into every single heart. I pray for every church that's represented through this one prayer. God, that you would have a great work in them, but also that your love would be expressed through them, through reaching into that community through practical ways, not wanting anything in return, not afraid to be rejected, it's all about you. Lord, I pray for the person today who has not felt love. Maybe love to them has been a bad experience. Maybe it's been more like lust or just looks. Maybe they feel like they've been used. I pray today, Father, that every person would experience the love of God that is found in Jesus Christ. And Lord, once we realize you've laid down your life for us, then we want to lay down our life for others. Because we believe, Father, that the unstoppable love of God can change a world, can change a home, can change a marriage, can change a community, can change our church. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.